Welcome to JJ the Wedding Planner Podcast, the podcast for all the lovebirds who are young or young at heart, the non-traditionalists who might like some traditions, los que hablan español, inglés, or maybe more like Spanglish, where the one rule is that we are exclusively inclusive. I'm JJ, and after almost eight years in the wedding industry, serving couples of all backgrounds, I realized that there wasn't a central place where I can send them to hear from all the amazing POC professionals that I had met. So, aquí estamos para servirles. After each episode, you will walk away feeling empowered to take on the bits of planning that lead up to your big day while keeping la tía lovingly off your back. Bienvenidos! All right, all right, everyone. I hope you are ready for today's episode. We are specifically talking about what vendors to start with and also how to pick the vendors that you can trust. So today is going to be content it's going to be steps and things and orders and lists and so and not so much just like theory and thinking about and thoughts so make sure that you have a notebook ready make sure you are doing this at a time where you can actually take notes if you're anything like me you probably like listening to podcasts when you're driving or when you're doing something else like washing the dishes holding the laundry that's great if you want to listen to it the first time around just so you're kind of thinking about it but you also then want to make sure you have some notes once you get started with this. All right, let's go. Let's get started. Okay, so if you have your notebooks ready, then let's get started with this. Again, this specific topic is what vendors to start with. And for me, really specifically, it's the order in which you want to book your vendor. I know when you first get engaged, your brain instantly, for the most part, goes to the final things like your outfit on the day of or the flowers that will be around or the table settings that your guests will be at. And so a lot of these things are fun and they're beautiful and they can be like the glam kind of things to be thinking about. But a lot of that stuff can and will be figured out much later. So to start really on good footing, I suggest these two top things you do first. Technically, you can do them interchanging, right? Like you could do in either order these two, but they really, really should be the first two things you get done. Now, maybe it's going to sound a little biased on my end to say that your planner or your coordinator should be the first thing you book. It might sound biased, but also it's just logistically makes sense. Your planner or coordinator, even though they do slightly different jobs, they should be a trusted person that you can get feedback from when looking for Number two, your venue. Those two things, your planner slash coordinator and your venue are the first two things you want to put money down for. These two things make it legit. Having a venue gives you your date and then you jump forward on everything. But going back, planner coordinator is someone that can help give you some vision if you don't have a venue that you already have in mind. They can help narrow that down for you. They might give you some venue suggestions. They might give you a list of questions to ask your venue. All of these things are really helpful to have before you even start searching for your venue. So that's why I say 
personally. Your planner or coordinator are either the team or the single person or whatever that you should book first. This is someone that is going to be with you along the entire way. And so this is the person that you want to trust the most. (laughs) I don't know how else to put it other than to say this person basically becomes your PFF during the planning process as they should. They're going to get to know you. I know for me, whether I'm fully planning the wedding or I'm only quote only coordinating, I want to get to know my clients as best as possible because then on the day of, I want to know what is most important to them. That helps me make decisions in the moment of, okay, is this an urgent thing that I have to go to the couple for or do I know them well enough to be able to make this decision on their behalf? Obviously, I'm not talking about major like, yeah, let me just spend their money. Not like that, but decisions that don't have to go through them. If I know them, if they trust me, if I've gotten to know them throughout this whole process, that makes my job and my team's job easier. So definitely starting with that would be a plus for you. Now, if you already have your planner and you are looking to get your venue or you want to get your venue first, that's okay. Like I said, these are your top two, but they don't necessarily have to be one, you know, one before the other. Technically you can do it in either direction. So with your venue, that's important to do right away. The very first thing, because it sets the tone for everything else. You can't go to a florist and say, you know, I want to get all of these flowers and I need all this stuff. If you don't know what type of space you're going to work with, what if you end up in like a garden style location? You might like the natural beauty of the location and then you don't actually need as many florals. Does this make sense so far? Setting your venue gives you a date. Once you start reaching out to vendors, the very first thing every vendor is going to ask is the date and the location that helps them plan. It helps you plan. So venue has to be one of the very first things that you do. So like I said, venue and planner, those can kind of go one, one after the other, but a hundred percent top two. Now, next step would be your other top vendors. And the way that I think about this is you want to first, after the, your first ones, your planner and your venue, you want to book those that can only book one event per day. So that would be things like your catering, your photographers, your videographer. Um, if you're having a live band or a DJ, these people, these vendors can pretty much only do one event per day. And so that means if you have someone specific that you want to make sure you have, you need to book them right away before they get fully booked, right? Also now in, you know, what are we in March of 2021? We have to think about the fact that as things are opening up, as people are becoming vaccinated, etc., as the safety of these events becomes possible, people are gonna book up quick. Let me tell you, people are so ready to get out and party and celebrate and have something joyful in their lives. And so having these vendors book quickly for you is going to be key, especially if there's someone that you want to make sure you have that you wouldn't want to have your event without them. So like I said, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Like I said, the uh, second part of what you want to focus on are vendors that can only book one event per day. That's huge. Now, the third part is the anyone who can do multiple events per day. So that would be people like florists, right? They could do one to two or three drop-offs per day. So technically they could do multiple events. Same thing with things like your cake or a dessert table. Bakers can drop off or have delivered to multiple events on a single day. Other things like rentals. If you're renting tables and chairs or linens in China, typically you're renting from a warehouse or a company that has a lot of stuff. And so they for the most part, are able to do multiple events per day. So just start with whatever vendors you know for sure that you want. Break them down into these two categories. Break them down into, can they only do one event per day? And I want to make sure they do my event on my day. On my day. Or if, can they do multiple events? That is the, the general idea of the order in which you should book your vendor. So just to summarize, start with your planner coordinator and or your venue. So if you already have your venue and realize, holy smokes, holy crap, I need a planner or coordinator, then like I said, doing those interchangeably is fine. But definitely those are the first ones you want to make sure you have. And then moving on to the category of people that can only do one event that again would be your catering because for the most part especially if they're cooking on site and doing things like that and they have a whole staff they can pretty much only do one event so catering photographer videographer live bands and djs um i know for me having a specific dj on my wedding is going to be a big deal and i want to make sure that i book them right away literally to the point where i wouldn't want to have my wedding without them and so that's the type of vendor you want to make sure you do right away after of course having an actual venue because you're going to need a date and a location all that good stuff and then the third section again is anyone who can do multiple events and all of these things are in this order because it just makes sense like i said you won't know what type of rentals you're going to need until you actually book your venue your venue might already come with a lot of rentals like tables and chairs and and you know lounge area and all that thing you may not end up need that needing that from rentals so you can't put one thing in front of the other this is my major timeline on how to book vendors i do this theory this timeline with all of my clients that i work with especially those that i work with from the very beginning and the most important part about anyone that you book is you want it to be a vendor that you trust. If you're working with a planner coordinator, this will help a little bit in the process. Like I said, that person should be the person that has your back, that is always looking out for your best interest, that is thinking about things down the line. And the truth is also, you don't know what you don't know, right? You've never planned a wedding or a big party like a quince or anything else, then you don't necessarily know exactly what you're looking for. Wedding industry is really specific. And if you've never planned a wedding, then you don't know general price ranges. You don't know, you know, when to book what, what things are in season, all that kind of stuff is what your planner and coordinator should be helping you with. And so that is going to be a ma major stepping stone in this planning process for you, because then that person should ideally be helping you pick the rest of your vendors. Sometimes they have an approved list of people. And sometimes even if you decide to go with someone that's not on their list, then they can at least help you 
ask the right questions. Everything from your planner to your photographer to your DJ, you want to be able to vibe with that person. I know vibe is like such a woo-woo word or, you know, it it gets used a lot, but truly you just kind of want to click with them when you meet them, when you talk to them. Um, You want to have a good conversation. You want it to flow easily. You know, if you get any weird energy from them, like, oh, they seem really stuck up or like, oh, they're kind of all over the place. Every person is going to be different. Every vendor is going to be different. Every couple is different. So think about the things that are important to you. You want to make sure that they're good at communication, that they get back to you in a timely manner, that they have the feel that you want for your day. Because again, your photographer, much like your planner, is a big part of the actual day of the wedding. They're taking your pictures. Do they make you feel comfortable? Do they make you feel beautiful? Do they give direction in a way that makes you feel confident, right? All of these little things are important to ask and to understand and to notice when you are actually in the process of booking your vendors. So I just gave you a lot of information. I hope that you understood what I was putting down, that you picked that up, that you get it. Please let me know if you have any questions about this. If you need more detail, I am always open to hearing what you need more of. Sometimes those of us in the wedding industry, we get so comfortable with the words that we use and the ideas that we have that sometimes it doesn't isn't is a little harder to actually break that break it down for others. So if you ever want me to break something down further, you want me to do an episode on something else, please let us know. You can email us, you can Instagram us, whatever works for you. You can find us everywhere. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope I hope it served you and I hope that you know this helps you have just the smoothest best planning process that you can possibly have. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Okay, friends. Ya se terminó. That's it. Thank you so much for joining us today. We can be BFFs on Facebook and Insta at JJ the Wedding Planner Co. And did you know that you can directly schedule a call with me? It's true. Check out the link in the show notes to pick a time. And if you're not sure if having a wedding planner is right for you, then this is the time. Ask me those questions. So check out that link to set up your time one-on-one with me. And before you go, please don't forget to give us a five-star review on today's episode and tell us what you are loving so far. Thank you so much. Los quiero. Adios.